Welcome to the Lunar Social Podcast, a space where we dive into all things building a boss bitch empire in my 20s, my journey to confidence, why I believe it's a massive part of marketing your business online and casting light into my world of spirituality and energetics. I'm your host, Siobhan Antonianzi. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Lunar Social Podcast. I have here with me today a very special guest, uh, the incredible Holly Loxton. So manifestation, give us the juice. There's the so much <laughs> bullshit around this particular topic. Oh my God, who would have known? <laughs> who would have known? So today, yeah, I just wanted to really talk about manifestation, magic, using your intention, not only your thought processes and everything. A lot of people try to manifest things from the level of the mind, mm-hmm. which is really an important part, but it's only one piece of the puzzle. Yeah. So, and I'm sure you've had experience with this as well, having done the two rounds of Rich Witch and getting the results that you got through that Mm -hmm. course. Um, My manifesting abilities are so fucking on par now. It's like, I just call it in. I don't have to do much. I just call it in. Yeah. And then work on getting your um, energy and your vibration aligned to that particular frequency. And I'll really, that's such a vague term that we hear all the time, but I'll break it down for people and, and really um, give people some solid advice on how to actually manifest in a really good way. Firstly, though, what I do want to point out is I, as much as I use the term manifestation, I feel like because it has such a it's so cliche and it's so um I think it's really overused and yeah. it's quite fluffy and even though I say that I am the self I, I appointed myself years ago the mm. manifestress yeah because I started delving into this world and learning everything that I could about it and I was I was getting all of these amazing results yeah like like magic the synchronicities that would drop in the things that I wanted would show up and I'm like oh my Good Lord, this is amazing. Where does it end? <laughs> You're like, look at me go. <laughs> look at me go. I was so high on my own supply. <laughs> Let's face it, I still am. Um, still it's fine. We're all crazy here. It's all good. It's fine. Exactly. Someone, <laughs> someone's going to feed me energy and it's, it's actually me. It's actually me, and, yeah. <laughs> and that, that's why I titled this new course that I'm running Manifestress Academy because yeah. it literally is you learning going through the step-by-step processes of how to become the manifestress in your own life because let's face it we all want stuff we all want more that's just part and parcel of being human if we're not growing we're dying if we are stagnating in our lives we get bored and then we start to self-destruct so there's always more and you should never ever feel guilty for wanting more in your life whether that's more money more love more health health more whatever it is you don't need to feel guilty about it just because you have more doesn't mean someone else has less so that is a really big thing and that goes for money as well just because you've got more money doesn't affect anyone else having less money right Mm. because we don't actually know how much money there is in the world and they're always printing more money anyway so fuck it you may as well have as much as you can possibly allow yourself to have 
I actually remember the first time you told me that and it was like it was like it was like I'm sure there's probably other people that have told me this but it we're just hearing it from you it flicked something in me being like I can actually have more and I can actually be as rich as humanly fucking possible because I know for me personally I had so much shame around being like I want I want to be ridiculously rich like I don't care who who I tell and how much how many times I say it but I would like to be as rich as fucking possible and I know that old me was so like no I just want to have enough money to you know be comfortable and enjoy my life and blah 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 and like no fuck that I want to have so much (laughs) yeah absolutely not only is it a massive source of stress for most people and trauma for most people um it is also like what's the best way that I can put this it is I believe I, I view money as a spiritual pursuit yeah right I believe that it is your civil fucking duty to be as successful and prosperous as possible because when we all have prosperity and we're all abundant and we've all got enough money, not only are our stress levels lower, which opens us up to have more love, more connection, more fun, more joy, and we collectively raise the vibration of the planet when we don't have to stress about money, but also too, you're going to go and naturally want to buy things from local designers mm. you're going to want to pay the extra and get you know nice things you're not going to just be going to Kmart and Target and those places that are you know like if you do whatever that's great but you're not going to be buying fast fashion that's only going to last you one season because you can't afford to go to the nice places and buy the things that are going to last longer so it's really I, I truly believe that everyone deserves to have abundance and prosperity abundance in all things but you know, prosperity in particular, I truly believe it helps the world when you are your most successful and richest fuck person. Mm. And I just think, yeah, when everyone is prospering and everyone is um, lit up by their, by their own money story, I think it really helps the world. Then we can actually give back as well. If you've got this overflow of money, you can give to the charities and the foundations that align with you. You can afford to, you know, if if a family member or a friend or whatever is, is in, you know, not doing so well or whatever, you can afford to lend the money or give them money and that sort of stuff. So really everyone wins when we're all abundant, which is why I I truly, that's why I I actually launched the Rich Witch course, because I think that especially in this day and age, we are out of the industrial age now, we're in the technological age. There, you can make money out of doing absolutely anything. Yeah. Anything at all. You can start a YouTube channel. There's a YouTube channel of a kid that just opens presents and that makes millions of dollars a year. Oh my God. Millions of dollars a year. And you just, you know, and this is where we're coming into this time where people actually get to be paid for their gifts and talents and they don't have to just go and work shitty yeah. regular jobs that are going to be taken over by AI anyway. You go to yeah. Woolworths yeah. and Coles and, you know, they've only got two people standing on the checkout and every, everyone else is going through self-serve. That is the way yeah. that the world's going. Some people are scared by that. I think it's actually a good thing because it means that people are then forced to actually look deep with inside themselves and see what gifts they have to share the world, share with the mm-hmm. world and actually get paid for that. So yeah, finding that true inner purpose. Yeah, mm. absolutely. And I feel like that's from a consciousness level and a spirituality perspective. I think that's where the world is headed, where people get to get paid for their art or their music or their 
interest in astrology or you know mm. the healers of the world the the people that are creative and love doing things for other people uh, I just think that's the way that the world's headed and I think it's actually a really good thing so that's yeah. the prosperity piece mm. uh, and getting rid of the shame around having and holding more money I also believe that you can't split manifestation and healing as we mentioned on the last podcast yeah there are lots of people when they first get into um, and let's call it manifestation for the sake of this podcast but it, what it really is is co-creation with the universe yes. you are utilizing your god-given source energy god meaning whatever you want that to mean you can either make it mean a guy in the sky or you can make it mean source consciousness itself it's all the same stuff so uh and the religious fanatics will probably come at me for that but it's fine oh, oh well um <laughs> So I they don't know who they're coming at then so yeah, I know I know the truth <laughs> I've done enough plant medicine to know the truth yes and so yeah you're, you're working as as a beautiful slice of the divine as you are an extension of God itself you are working with the universal energies around you to create uh, and bring to life and bring into the 3d reality and outcome or um, some sort of situation or a specific person, or maybe it's more money, or maybe it's better health, whatever it is, you're using the power of your own energy and intention in order to bring that about in the 3D. Mm. That is the essence of what manifestation is. It is a co-creation with the universe. Yeah. So that is why, that's why I love working with entrepreneurs and stuff, because they already have that willpower engaged and they know that they can create. And it's really just then doing all of the fine tuning around how they're using their energy in order to get an even better result than what they're already getting. Yeah. So. Well, what, what is something then that as an entrepreneur, what is something that they could do like straight off the bat to kind of kickstart that process? of becoming more of a co-creator of their own existence. Yeah. And just like opening themselves up to be a channel to manifest, to receive. Well, just even just understanding that one piece that they're actually already, you're already creating something in every single moment that you're alive, every single thought you have, every single trauma that you're still carrying, every single interaction and communication uh, that you have with anyone online, in person, in your mind, whatever it is, you are creating something. So the first piece is always and and will always be, and it never stops, is being able to have more conscious awareness of what's going on inside you. Mm-hmm. You have to become aware of your thought patterns, your belief systems especially. So there's a fantastic book by Bruce Lipton called Uh, the biology of belief where he goes really deep into belief systems because Mm. whatever you believe to be true will will literally be true for you we have to be right about our beliefs so if you believe because of the society that you've grown up in the family dynamic that you grew up in um, and the experiences that you've had that and money is such an easy one because it's so tangible if you believe truly in every part of you that you are unworthy of of riches that you don't have what it takes that you are destined to be poor that it's all programming and it's all belief systems in you and so you're going to find it probably a lot more difficult than someone that is just you know this is why I think a lot of the rich get richer and the poor get poorer because they've already got those belief systems instilled in them yeah they already like well I've got a reference point for 
yeah they are grew up in it so yeah. mm. grew and you know myself um included I grew up in a family that was an entrepreneurial family and we had you know business class holidays and all this sort of stuff before we lost everything and and that was a whole different trauma journey with money where I had to had I actually got forced into force guided whatever you want to call it from the universe but I I had the experience of then having no money at all and, and having a lot of trauma around money that I then got to go back through and and work through and everything but I did all already have a reference point for um, yeah. you know, beautiful things and beautiful holidays and experiences and all of that. So at least I had that, you know, I always knew that I wanted to experience that again. Mm. Uh, I just needed to figure out how to do it myself. Yeah. So, uh, and from, from a place of trauma, there's <laughs> so many different programs that I had running around my own ability to create wealth. Yeah. Now, um, as far as, so, so that's manifestation essentially and co-creation with the universe. As far as magic goes, yes. it's always been a topic that's been fascinating to me. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful quote by Roald Dahl that says, those that do not believe in magic will never find it. Mm. And again, that it comes down to your belief systems. Yeah. When you, and you can believe whatever you want to believe. It's completely up to you. I'm not going to hold anyone's feet to the fire about this. The (laughs) Holly with her (laughs) one-liners. She shocks me with a new one every day. I swear to God. (laughs) They're not necessarily mine. (laughs) Just things that I've picked up. It's just the way that I talk. The first time Um, I ever hear them. That's why. (laughs) Yeah, no one's got a gun to your head. No one's holding your feet to the fire. You get to choose what it is that you believe in. Mm. Um, But my experience with magic and the occult and learning all this stuff, and I've always had a massive fascination with it ever since I was a young girl. I always had my crystals and Mm. I've still got my tarot deck from when I was 13 and I love it and I've kept Mm. it in condition. It's just beautiful. So when when you're using things like, you know, Oracle decks, um tarot all of that sort of stuff essentially what you're doing is you're not asking some sort of entity that's outside of you to give you direction or anything like that you're not asking the cards because the cards know you're actually tuning into your higher self and your god source consciousness and that is able to speak to you through things like cards runes uh, whatever other you know way that communication could be a Ouija board whatever it is <laughs> those scared that they freak me out those Ouija boards though like that's that's the one thing in the realm of magic that I don't think I'll go near <laughs> yeah I mean you know I've been like I said I've done a lot of plant medicine and I've seen very much you know what's on the other side and everything like that mm. so I understand how it works and why it works and it's really it's an incredible thing when you're using and I truly also believe that every single person on this planet has supernatural powers Mm. it's just that they're usually so stuck in their 3d reality that they don't have either the education or the inclination to access them yeah so if that's you at the moment my my invitation to you would literally be to sit in meditation and ask source ask your higher self ask whatever it is that you believe in to show you new ways of being and doing and what it is that you're here put on this planet for what did your soul Mm. come here for yeah 
right? What What is your purpose apart from doing all of the healing and growing and learning that comes as part and parcel of being a human? Like what else are you here for? We certainly didn't mm. come here to pay bills and die. That's not like I don't fucking <laughs> hope not. <laughs> no, how boring. What a boring soul journey. That sucks. No way. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a shit game. So <laughs> We're not here to play in that. So no, <laughs> doesn't relate to us. <laughs> no, absolutely not. And so, yeah, when we're talking about magical tools, mm. it is really you harnessing your own internal energy and the power of your will and the power of your intention to use and you don't need rituals and things i like i personally love the uh experience of a ritual because it helps me dial in my willpower and and helps me really set that really strong intention yeah where i'm like you know i'm in the moment i'm I'm doing my, uh, sometimes I'll do a prosperity ritual with candles and I'll do a meditation and I'll write things down and I'll burn it and release it to the universe. And, and the ritual part of it for me is like, I don't really need the ritual, but I love it. Yeah. Right. You don't need a ritual in order to manifest, but it's a helpful tool. Mm. Uh, everything in regards to magic and, and using, you know, oils and different um, objects or um, different things. Everything has a frequency. Yeah. Everything has a frequency. You are running on a particular vibration and frequency. The chair that you're sitting on is another frequency. We're all made of the same energy that's been proven by science over and over again. The other thing that's been proven by science is the the in-between of the atoms of our cells Mm. we're actually more bacteria than we are human first and foremost wonderful (laughs) i know right (laughs) and then secondly there's you're actually more black matter than you are human cells Mm. there's more space in between your cells that it's just got nothing in it that's putting everything together so it's like if you were to plunge a knife into your leg, the knife is running on a different frequency to what your leg is. And that's why it can go through. Yeah. If that makes sense. Mm. So it's really just understanding that on a deep level and being able to harness your frequency. You'll notice that if you feel sad or really mm. miserable or depressed or your nervous system's in a freeze or whatever, you feel low. Mm. Your energy is low. Mm. when you are in love or high on life or high on your own supply and all of this sort of stuff you naturally feel like you're at a higher vibration Mm. and so this is why the trauma healing component is so incredibly important for for effective manifestation especially if the biggest stuff if you've got trauma around relationships and you know, any repressed anger towards the opposite sex or, you know, family patterns and programming and all that sort of bullshit. If you've got floating, if you've got that floating around inside your unconscious, which is connected to your body, you need to go and sort that out because otherwise that's the thing you're you're literally vibrating from your body. Yeah. If you've got repressed shit, you're going to be carrying that. It's going to be more difficult, not impossible, but certainly more difficult for you to then find yourself and end up in this amazing romantic relationship with the love of your life that just lights you up on every level. Yeah. So there's that component. We cannot ignore healing when it comes to manifestation. We've also got the mindset component. Mm. So Your thoughts carry frequency. Yeah. 
as well. Your thoughts carry energy. And what really dropped in for me the other day when I was really thinking about this in the shower. As way, you do. Yeah. It's way. either in the shower or it's on the toilet. It's the one or the other, like all the well, ideas that's where you're, come in. The reason that is, is because you're in the <laughs> moment, you know, you're not looking at your phone, yeah. you're not distracted, you're, you're actually open and, and available. Yeah. The other time that I get all of these, you know, cosmic downloads or uploads or whatever you want to call them is usually first thing in the morning when I'm just yeah. waking up and I'm having, I'm so open to all of this amazing subconscious stuff where we're literally able to access the quantum field where all realities, infinite realities and possibilities exist there already. Mm. We're able to access that from a theta brainwave and somewhat an alpha brainwave as well that's yeah. why med meditation and visualization when you're trying to manifest something you want to be visualizing it and then you want to be feeling it as if it's already done as if it's already yeah. yours because somewhere in the quantum field it already is it already is it's already happened yeah it already happened so essentially you're just tuning your radio dial to that particular frequency and you're tuning into that reality and I was speaking mm. to some to a potential client the other day who wanted to do a Manifestress Academy and, and she was saying, you know, like she was giving me all her fears basically. And she's like, oh, what if I can't, you know, I, this is a, an expensive course. What if I can't pay my rent? What if I can't do this? What if I can't? I'm like. All the what ifs. All the what ifs. <laughs> but, you know, as much as it is okay to be prudent, mm. Sometimes when we're tuning into too many of these what ifs, essentially what we're doing is we are diluting our energy. Yeah. They're saying, this is why I say to people, I don't hope or wish for anything. Mm. And I try as much as I can. If someone's having a hard time or whatever, I tell them I'm sending them healing. Mm. I am sending them good vibes. I'm not going to hope that they get better or or wish that they get better and all of that sort of stuff. And that one's quite a, a really deep program. So I have to be more aware of it. Mm. I get to be more aware of it but even the word hope you're implying then that there's another possibility other than the one that you're fucking choosing yeah exactly mm. real quality manifestation requires you requires you to get all of your energy behind it mm -hmm. where you can be like yep this is happening I don't care how it happens we've got to let go of the how because the universe yeah. is way smarter than you yeah way way smarter it will find some interesting fucking way to deliver it to you in, <laughs> you will not even expect hundred hundred million percent and i've got so many examples of this in my own life that's why we've got to let go of the how i'm like you know what this is the outcome that i want it's going to be this or something better yeah, i don't yeah. give a single fuck how it gets there as long as um it doesn't do harm to anyone yeah. Yeah. So I always say with my manifestations, whether I'm journaling or whether I'm thinking about it, I'm like, um, the good of all and harm to none. Mm. The good of all yeah. and harm to none. I'm always putting that into my mind because I don't, you know, one of the I I believe one of the issues that I had with manifestation in the early days was more along the lines of, you know, I wanted to have money drop in. Mm. But I was so scared. I was like, oh, my God, what if someone dies and I get an inheritance? I don't want that. Oh, God. Right? I didn't even think fear. of that. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah mm. That was a fear. And I was like, or, or even worse, like, what if I get a payout from, like, getting a disability or something? I don't want that. Oh, my God. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> Put that shit right off. <laughs> Fuck that noise. So I, what I had to do in that situation was look at that fear and go, oh, hang on a second. How am mm. I going to mitigate this? Mm. Okay. For the good of all and harm to none. 
Well, I think I'm going to start adding that one to my manifestations now. That's a good yeah. one. Mm. Those little unconscious fears that float around. Um, the other thing when I was doing a lot of manifesting with money and that sort of stuff is I always make sure my intention is that my my money comes in in Australian dollars because technically I'm a millionaire in Bali. That's so true. Right? <laughs> So I don't like to, I, I don't like to, because <laughs> I've had situations. There's a, really, there's a really good meme that's going around about this where this guy, he's, um, he's got all of these thongs around him. I don't know if you've seen it, like all of these flip-flops for those of you playing at home from America. <laughs> they're not G-strings, they're flip-flops. But yep. this is why we have to be specific, right? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you know, and it said he's just this sea of thongs, and he's <laughs> the meme was <laughs> when you weren't specific enough with your abundance manifestation, <laughs> and you received an abundance of fucking thongs. Stop it! You can't just say you want abundance because abundance is everywhere anyway. Like if I walk out oh my, my front door, there's an abundance of grass. I'm there's like, an abundance of air that we're always breathing. So, <laughs> exactly. like, be specific. <laughs> Oh my Be God. very specific with what you want. The two That's intentions funny. that I would implore people to set is one, as I covered, for the good of all and harm to none. And two is that it's this or something better. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Number three, I would say the better it gets, the better it gets. Mm. I think also expressing gratitude, like the how you taught me that, like whenever you write it, it's like, I am so grateful that I have blah, 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 blah. Yeah, that's mm. a really, really good one. So mm. writing it in the present tense and yeah. feeling it in the present tense, because the mm. moment that you desire something, that you want something, you're actually saying to yourself, well, I don't have this yet. Yeah. So essentially, and this is where most people get tripped up, essentially what they are confirming is that they don't have the thing. Yeah. And then of course, they're going to get more of not having the thing. Mm. Right. So if you know for a fact that you have a car in your driveway, you're not going to say, oh, I wish I had a car. Yeah, because you've already got it. No, so the universe no, is like, <laughs> <laughs> the universe like jokes on you. You've already got one. What do you mean? Yeah, exactly. So that is exactly the same with that. You want to take that particular example into everything else. So if you want to feel, um, if you want to attract in a soulmate partner, and this is one of the things that we'll be covering in Manifestress Academy. And certainly one thing that, I'm now after changing my business last year and um, basically freeing up my time so that now I can start dating again and all of that. Now Mm. I'm getting very specific on what it is that I want. Yeah. Doing all of my manifestation practices to bring that to life, which means Mm. I am practicing being in love Mm. a with myself, but feeling that love from a partner already. Mm. I'm already imprinting that into my nervous system. I know exactly what he looks like, feels like, smells like, all of that stuff. And I'm like, "Mm, I can't wait for him to come home. Oh, I love that so much. That's so good. Rather than trying to sit there and go, oh, I wish I had a partner. I want a partner. I'm manifesting a partner, et cetera, et cetera. It's like, no, no, Mm. I just, I've literally, I've set the stage. I know he's coming home. It's, you know, he's just going to surprise me. And I'm yeah. you know, generally, I'm sure I'll have him delivered to my doorstep. Yeah. It'll oh, be, of course. It'll be, <laughs> be dick dash. Yeah. <laughs> Stop it. 
Oh my God. Well, it's actually really funny that you say that because I caught myself this morning saying to someone saying, um, what was the sentence that I said? It wasn't, I wish it was, oh, I can't wait for the day for when I have, you know, this like big bulky, like bodybuilder boyfriend. That's what I'm attracting. Um, but I, I like caught myself as, as I was saying it, I was like, no, 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 no. It's not, we can't wait. So. Well then, so the other thing you've got to be very intentional with is your language. Yeah. Right. So the subconscious, so that we're always manifesting from our subconscious anyway, more so than our conscious mind, because the subconscious is connected to the the quantum field is infinitely vast. Mm. It's also connected to your body. So when we're manifesting, we want to believe something so deeply on a conscious and unconscious level that it has no choice but to show up in your reality yeah right it has no choice because infinite timelines are available so which one are you choosing and then are you doing the requisite belief system work the trauma work the healing work the co-creation work in order to bring that into your reality Mm. this is why the detachment part of manifestation is so important Mm. i play these games with the universe yeah right so i know or I already know that what I want already exists. Yeah. I throw the ball to the universe. I'm like, your turn, universe. And I yeah. detach from it completely. And I'm like, it'll come, it'll come in when it's ready. Yeah. It mm. will come in when it's ready. The right synchronicities, the right people, the right um, scenarios will show up. My only job is to follow the intuitive hits. And follow my soul where my soul leads me, which is another mastery point through, you know, meditation and really connecting deeply with myself and, and understanding what's a trauma response and what is a soul led response. They're two very different things because sometimes your gut instinct can actually be a trauma response, which is again, why the healing work is so, so fucking important. Mm -hmm. And then just allowing myself to be led by my soul pulled forward into life and playing this beautiful fun game of life yeah and it's like I don't care how long something takes it's like um you know when you're ordering a meal at Mm. a restaurant and you're sitting there and you're like you're looking at the menu and you're like "Mm, that sounds really good I would like to have the steak and chips and you've never eaten at this restaurant before so you don't know what it's going to be like but you, no, you're at a no. really nice place. So you know, that's going to be delicious. You put your order into the waiter and then the waiter takes your order and he punches it in the thing and it, the food comes out when it's ready. Yeah. And you know that it's going to come because you've ordered it. Exactly. So, you know, yeah. you can, now you can focus on the present moment where you're mm. sitting there with a friend and you're, you know, having a catch up and all of that. And the food comes out. It's like, Oh, that was quick. Or, oh, hang on a second. That's taking a little bit long. Maybe I should check on that one. Mm. And then if you do, if it is taking a little bit long, then you do have to check on it. That's where you have to go. Oh, did I put in the right order? This is literally the best fucking scenario ever. Yeah. Did the waiter actually put my food order into the fucking till? Or, you know, <laughs> as the chef had a heart attack at the back, what's going on here? You know, I've been oh. waiting for an hour of my food and I know that that's not the typical time frame. So I should probably check on that one. And that's yeah. usually where if something's not showing up in, you know, uh, uh, a way or a time frame that you 
require and desire. That's usually where there's something within you that you get to go in and reprogram or heal and have a look at the deeper belief system of what you truly, truly believe. Because you can do all of the manifestation practices in the world. You can pull all of the tarot cards in the world. But if there is a deep underlying belief system that you don't deserve it or you Mm. feel unworthy or not enough for it or whatever it is, it's going to have, you know, that's going to be a block in it showing up for you. Especially if you like ordered the steak and the chips and you got like chicken and chips, then you're like, fuck, it's like the complete opposite of what you asked for. And you're like, okay, well, this might be something to actually inquire into and heal. So yeah. yeah. Did I communicate that correctly? Mm. It's a good one. Did I actually ask for what it is that I wanted? Mm Mm-hmm. The other thing is too, it's like looking at that menu and going, mm, okay, do I, I, I like the sound of this particular thing, but what would I like be specific with it? Mm. What changes, what do I need to make to this dish? If I'm gluten intolerant, I need to make sure that this dish doesn't have fucking gluten in it. So, <laughs> you know, making sure that you be very specific and then being open to it being the best possible meal. It'll be the best steak and chips you've ever had. Yeah. You know, you've never eaten there before, so it might come with all of this cool stuff that you didn't even realize was going to be on that plate. Mm, yeah. Well, so how how could people actually tune in? Because I know very at the beginning we talked about frequency, and I know that that was, for me, that was the first kind of thing that I learned about in terms of manifestation was you know, when I was in a low frequency, low vibrational frequency, whatever, whether I was sad or depressed or whatever was going on, that I would keep attracting bad or not bad. I would keep attracting things, issues and all kinds of like chaos in my life because I was on that frequency. And it wasn't until I completely switched my frequency that I was no longer attracting all the the bullshit. How can people actually do that? Healing. Yeah. <laughs> Short answer. Yeah. Um, Go and get answer, yourself you know, healed. You really got to look at your patterns and programs, your beliefs. Yeah, go and get yourself healed, but you've got to look at your programs, your patterns, your belief systems around what you believe is actually available to you, mm. first and foremost. Yeah. So yeah. that that is really, really important. Anything and everything is available to you. If it's available, if someone else on this planet has received it, done it, created it you also have the ability somewhere within you to create it Mm -hmm. it's also really important to look at your programming around your what it is that you want and make sure they align to your values so a lot of people are trying to manifest and create things that they actually don't fucking want on a soul level and it's usually the programming and conditioning from their family or from society that has told them that they should want something right not like okay for example I do not want to be a Formula One driver. Mm. I have zero interest in it. But if I had, if I'd grown up in a family that loved Formula One, I'd be like, oh, maybe I should try, like, go and be a Formula One driver. Of course, I'm going to fucking fail because I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'd rather pull out my, my ex husband used to love watching Formula One. Seriously, I would rather pull out my eyelashes one by one than watch it. <laughs> <laughs> same (laughs) that was not that's not on my soul path you've got to look at what is authentic and true for you those real deep desires when you sit there and you go right 
if anything and everything was available to me, which it fucking is, what do I actually want? Mm. What do I actually want on the sushi train of life? <laughs> right? If you don't like raw fish, don't try and stomach the raw fish on the sushi train. We're all about the food different. metaphors today. <laughs> I know. Order something different. Order what it is that you actually want because yeah. then you're going to be happy with it when it turns up. Yeah. Right. Mm. So that's why getting really down and dirty and deep on yourself is the is one of the key components of manifestation and figuring out what it is you actually want. Mm. Because not often do people, you know, they're they're wanting these promotions or these job or they're, you know, a new car or whatever. And they're like, oh, I don't actually, if I really, really sit with myself in the depth of my heart, I don't want to do that job. Yeah. I had it with a client the other day. She um, went for a promotion at work or, any, or, or something and they, she's more than qualified for it, mm. but she didn't really want it. And then she got rejected for it. Yeah, and didn't get it. Was like, yeah. oh, I feel like I, you know, I, I feel bad that I didn't get this job that I'm qualified for. And I was like, well, do you actually want it? <laughs> She's like, well, no. It's like, well, why do you think that you didn't get it? You don't want it. That's not, that was not a part of our plan. <laughs> You're like, I tried to get you there, but <laughs> so you don't want it. So, but this is the problem. If she did get that job, mm it would be taking away from all of this other incredible stuff that we're doing with her. Yeah. Because it's, it would be taking her away from her heart and her soul. Mm. Such an important distinction to make. You've got to go in the direction that your soul's leading you. Yeah. Because that is your truth. Mm. So, and that's when manifestation, you get into that slipstream of that flow zone and you just like, mm. it's just like boom, 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 boom. You know, when you're on point with, your mission yeah in life mm. whatever that is i always say the purpose of existence is to exist you're already doing that gold star participation trophy well done yeah you know that that part's all done but you will go on these little missions in life mm. so if your little mission is to have an amazing life and you want uh, a hot man and uh, you want to be sipping margaritas on a yacht somewhere with millions of dollars. And, all, and, and if that's what you truly, truly want, and that's all you want. What a dream. I know. You, that's all you want. And it's it's truly in alignment for you. Then work on manifesting that. Yeah. Mm. For me, I had to sit with that one because I was like, well, I really, I do like boats, but I, I you know, I wanted to have like, fuck you money. <laughs> yeah I was like well what am I going to do with that money am I yeah. going to buy what am I going to buy and mm. I was thinking about it I'm like I actually don't want a boat because mm. I wouldn't yeah. get use out of it I'm not like I like going on them but yeah it's not really something that's in my field yeah and now I'm looking at okay well what would I spend that money on okay I'd buy heaps of property I'd start yeah. some yeah. healing centers I would you know put the boot into a whole bunch of stuff to do with my online business so now yeah. because I'm back in alignment with where I'm going now things are starting to fall into place yeah mm. I love that and I I um I think yeah that's the thing if you don't want it you're not going to get it it's that simple so mm. I um 
I feel like it would be really cool for us to circle back to the whole magic topic because I know we kind of like semi touched on it like tarot and oracle and all that kind of stuff and I I know I um I have like a huge interest in it. I got my first oracle and tarot decks when I started my spiritual journey about a year and a half ago and yeah I love them they're like beautiful extension of me but I think for those people that are out there that have never done anything before what is the magic in them like what can what can people do and I know you've got practices as well that are just off the chart so yeah so it I again the oracle cards and the the tarot and all of that are fantastic tools Mm. if you're feeling like um if you're having a hard time getting in tune with your inner guidance Mm. because it's only you telling yourself via the cards yeah right if you zoom right out and always take the um i guess the the viewpoint of everything being one source consciousness and we are all we're all one essentially you know i'm technically sitting here having a conversation with myself i am just (laughs) i am the universe experiencing itself in holly flavor yeah okay so as holly flavor as my soul with you know, my soul has a map and a journey of all of the cool things. Yes, we still have free will, yeah, but yeah. my soul has specific things that it wants to learn in this lifetime. And this is obviously one of them because I'm interested in this topic and I love learning about this topic. Mm. So if we take that standpoint, then we're looking at your your higher self is communicating to you via the Oracle deck. Mm. That is why it is really handy to have either runes are are good, if that's your flavor, if you're more of the Norse mythical way of doing things. Um, Synchronicities, some people like angel numbers, Mm. some people like um, uh, totem animals, that sort of thing. It's really good to look up the meanings of all of that stuff. Now, from a more scientific point of view, when we're talking about the the angel numbers and the synchronicities showing up in your life, we have what's called um, a reticular activating system in our brain. So when, once we flag something as important in our brain, then we're going to naturally subconsciously be on the lookout for it. Yeah. see it all the time. Mm. Yeah. We'll see it all the time. So one of the tricks that I use for, you know, if I'm trying to make a decision on something, I'm like, oh, I can't really tell the difference between my gut and my, you know, my fear <laughs> gut and my intuition on this one. Usually with big decisions around money, I just made one recently. And um, I was like, right, this is funny. This is a cool story, actually. So <laughs> I was trying to make a decision of whether or not I was going to spend this large amount of money. And I basically, I had 24 hours to make the decision. Mm for the cutoff point and I was like fuck I just can't like am I just going from the point of like trying to fix something here what's going on am I meant to do this yeah so I sat and I was with Danny at the time he's beautiful he's staying with me and I was like right universe if I am meant to do this course please show me a pink flamingo inside 24 hours (laughs) Right, pink flamingo. <laughs> when I ever need to make a decision on something, it's always a pink fucking flamingo. <laughs> I love it. It's so standout, right? Yeah, it's, it's not something you'd see every day as well. That's the point. Like you're not no. just going to walk down the street and see a fucking pink flamingo. So, yeah, exactly. 
the really interesting part about that, because I've done so much work on myself and getting in touch with my intuitive guidance, uh, as soon as I said that, it's kind of like when you flip a coin and you all, as the coin's in the air, you already know what you want it to land on. Mm. So you actually, you don't even have to look at the coin, really. Mm. You already know in your gut which one you, which outcome you want. And so as soon as I said that, I already had made the decision that I was going to do it. Yeah. And then what happened was I was still like, you know, the next morning me and Danny went to the beach and we were, ch- <laughs> we were having a chat because I'd been deliberating about it. I'm like, I think I'm just going to do it. I don't care yeah. about the sign from the universe. Like I still haven't seen, it was like eight o'clock in the morning and I had to make this decision by 10. And um, <laughs> <laughs> so funny <laughs> because we're sitting on the beach and Danny had completely forgotten about the pink, pink flamingo thing. Yeah. And he's like, oh, did you make your decision? I said, yeah, but I still haven't seen a pink flamingo. And his jaw dropped open and he looked down at his bright pink shorts that he was Stop wearing. Stop it. He didn't even remember. And I didn't see it either because the shorts and the, the embroidered emblem of the pink flamingo on the shorts <laughs> they're exactly the same color. So you really have to look for yeah. the because it's only about an inch tall, this yeah. little emblem. And the emblem was facing me. And I was like, you're fucking kidding me. <laughs> There's my flamingo. You're like, Danny, you were wearing that this whole fucking time. Because <laughs> he, he was half asleep, he just put oh. his swimming shorts on. Yeah. Funnily enough, those particular shorts, as soon as you go in the water, they have this fading effect and it, oh. it all turns into pink flamingos. <laughs> like... <laughs> So you got in the water and then you were like, okay, universe, I get it. it. (laughs) Oh my God. I was actually making another decision about whether or not to push Columbia back, the ayahuasca retreat that I've got coming up in Columbia. Um, Because it was going to, like April was looking a little bit dicey. It was going to be so close to my sister's wedding and everything. I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh my God, this is so stressful. Yeah. Um, and so I made, I said, right universe, if I'm supposed to go later in the year, show me a pink flamingo, literally an hour later, I was at the cafe doing some admin work. And not only was the guy behind me wearing a shirt with pink flamingos on it, I then opened up my Instagram and there was a meme of this like demon on a pink flamingo. I'm like, okay, I get it. I got it. Okay. Thank you. Was it received? Thanks so much. Oh my god. Anytime I see a pink flamingo now, I'm gonna think of you. <laughs> well, it's also my so the pink flamingo also to myself is my little um uh key. Whenever I see a pink flamingo, I cast out a manifestation. I'm very I become very aware of my thought patterns. So whenever mm. I see one in my environment and it pops up, it's like, oh Holly, become aware immediately of what vibration you're putting out. I'm going to have to pick something now and do the same because that's so cool. Yeah. It's a really, really, really good way to, um, to get that, that inspiration and those signs from the universe and all of that sort of stuff. So Mm. that is a really good way to, to make decisions. I find most people would find that completely irresponsible. However, I think it's good for me. It's never led me astray. Every single time I've made a decision that way, it's always been, even better than what I could have possibly imagined. So, mm. you know, if you need that extra confirmation on your manifestations, then yeah, yeah do that. 
then again, though, I mean, I well, I did the same thing similar, but it wasn't, it's not like a chosen thing that I look for. So I'm going to have to, I'm going to choose something now because that's cool. Um, but, you know, when I was going through all of my like f- friendship drama last mm. year, I um I asked the universe to show me a sign about this one person um, with all of the like, I, I basically asked the universe, am I being manipulated by this person? And I mm. think, I think I asked for like a yellow bird or like, it was something like that. Like, but it was like, I asked for like a, just, I don't think I asked for anything particular. I think it was just like a yellow bird. And I'm pretty sure that's what I saw. Um, but I specifically remember when I saw it, I was like, mm. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And I don't think I just saw one. I'm pretty sure I saw like a bunch of them in a tree and I was like, okay, mm. right. Um, but yeah, picking something and like that's solid and you sticking to it. That's pretty cool. That's yeah. cool. Mm. Absolutely. So mm. that's more of the spiritual side of the synchronicities yeah. from a scientific side. I'll just touch on this um, just quickly because we're really going into um like time here and people you know might their energy and attention even though we are fascinating we energy, are so fascinating what do you mean like, no right <laughs> how could you ever turn us off <clears throat> good luck trying we don't switch off anyway <laughs> so <laughs> um as far as the science behind it goes your reticular activating system will see anything that you flags important so we've mm. all had that experience I had this experience the first time I remember it I was 18 and I really wanted for some unknown reason I mean I still think they're pretty cool but I really wanted a Toyota Hilux did you want a pink one no, I wanted oh. a blue one. See, I wanted a pink one. <laughs> right, fair enough. That makes sense. Yeah, so it does. I, yeah, I really wanted a Toyota Hilux. And then I all I saw on the roads was the fucking Toyota Hiluxes. And I was like, shit, did Toyota have a sale and I didn't know about it? No, it was just my reticular activating system at work. Yeah. But I didn't know that at the time. So mm. this happens with angel numbers as well. So yeah, when yeah. people see like 1111 or they're like, you know, triple one, triple, I see triple eight all the time because eight's the number of abundance and power. And that's what I'm tuning into. I see it yeah. all the time and it's just on constant confirmation. Mm. It is literally your reticular activating system at work. That's the scientific side of it. However, if you want to be reductive and you want to just say, oh, well, that's just the way the brain works and it's not real and whatever, that's fine. But again, zooming out. <laughs> zooming right out from that more spiritual aspect and saying right well the universe like whether whether it's the way your brain works or not the universe being you being an extension of the universe is still speaking to you through what you see yeah so the the science part is fascinating but it's still the signs from your higher self from either you know if you believe in angels and spirit guides and all that sort of stuff which i totally believe in because i've actually sort of met them through plant medicines and all of that. Mm. If you take that standpoint, then the universe is always talking to you. It's always guiding you somewhere. Again, this is why I do the trauma work with people because if they're clogged up with trauma and they're living too much in the 3D matrix and they're stressed out, they're very, very closed off from all of this magic, essentially. Mm. So, yeah, Yeah. that's... End of rant. <laughs> I honestly, I'd never used to see angel numbers ever, like until I did my deep layer trauma work. And now I fucking see them all the time and it's wonderful. And I got to a point where, because I want to know what they're 
about. So I would, I typed up a piece of paper and I like laminated it and made it look all pretty and I put it in the car. So now, and cause I always see them when I'm driving, but also as well, whenever I text people, a lot of the time, especially when I'm like texting Kayla, a lot of the time I would text her on an angel number. And we just have like this running joke now where it's like, it's just because I'm texting her and I'm amazing. So <laughs> exactly. exactly. We're all but, yeah. angels in human form. We're just having yeah. this 3D physical human experience. It's so good. I think I saw a lot of fours last year, which if I, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm pretty sure it's change. Isn't that the one about change? I'm not sure. So I don't, yeah, I, I don't really go by the angel, whatever the people say on the internet, on the internet <laughs> about angel numbers. I go more along the numerolo- numerology of it. Yeah. For that, mm-hmm. if you really want to dive deep into that, you'll have to have Danny Dang on the show. But mm-hmm. <clears throat> so for me, you know, the number eight is about abundance and power. Yeah. So I see triple eight everywhere, wherever I go. And I, I just know that's further confirmation that I'm on the right path. I'm doing the right things. You know, I'm not out of alignment with what my soul's true purpose is. Mm. Yeah. It's a really nice confirmation for sure. It I is. love that. It's beautiful. Like, mm. a little sign from the universe to me. Thanks very much. Thank you so much. Always in tune with the universe. We're just like, "Mm, thank you. Well, you're harmonizing with the rhythms and cycles of the universe. Mm. And that is so much more fun when you look at it like a really cool game and a a choose your own adventure book. That is so much more fun and easy than being in resistance to it. Yeah, exactly. You're here anyway. Are you going to have fun or are you going to be in resistance? Yeah. get pain given to us for the lessons and, and all of that gold and things that we're here on a soul journey to work through anyway. Yeah. We get that anyway. Yeah. Are you going to make it even harder for yourself or <laughs> no. are you going to choose to tune into the supernatural and, and fun. do your healing work and actually have some fucking fun with it? Yeah. Let your inner child believe in the fact that magic exists. Like it's just, yes. it's so much of a better existence. Mm. And honestly, like there's some of the shit that has happened to me and yeah. good shit as yeah. well as bad shit, but good shit in particular there you can't you cannot explain it Mm-mm. like the stuff this is why it's such a running joke in my circles as soon as I decide I want something I put out my hand I'm like universe it's goddamn time yeah and- we all do it now we're all like <laughs> thank you that's why I call my manifest myself the manifestors it's why I call myself I'm my self-appointed genie yep. every time anyone wants anything I'm like oh rub my lamp <laughs> But it's so true though, like all of the manifestations that came to pass in 2022 for you were just like wild. So oh, and you can't plan that. Oh, shit. cool. This no. Why you've got to detach from it. Cause yeah. it's like, I, I could never, I could never plan out the stuff. I just know this is what I want. Yeah. This is how I want to feel. Mm-hmm. And these are, this is what I want my life to look like as a result of, of having these things. And then I get into the feeling mode of it. And it's like, release, it's done. It's done somewhere. Mm. Five o'clock somewhere. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) You don't even need it to be five (laughs) o'clock. Oh, amazing. Well, I think that pretty much covers manifesting, magic, all the fun stuff. That was beautiful. I am guaranteed there's something in there for every person. That was just amazing. Mm. Yeah, I think if you're not utilizing your natural, innate, supernatural gifts, then you're really, you're not, it's like 
it's it's really like trying to pick up a brick with your pinky finger yeah you've, you've got two hands why not use two hands why yeah. struggle yeah. why struggle with your pinky finger when you can mm. use your entire body to pick it up yeah you're just missing out on life like there's yeah, just totally. so many things out there so yep and even if I am completely fucking delusional the results in my life would say otherwise but even if I am completely fucking delusional I'm happy in my delusion yeah. so I mean, that's all that really matters and life's going swimmingly. So who the fuck cares? I would rather be fucking delusional than living in the 3D realm with struggle and suffering and sacrifice and all of that shit. Yeah, no. Yeah, it's just not like I'm just not playing in that world. I don't, it doesn't interest me. It's boring. Yeah, it It is. Now that I know what I know, I'm like, no. I know. It's great. Coming out of that 3D world. Oh, life is just so good. Like you just feel that it's like a different level of happiness. Like I don't, you can't even describe it to people. You just feel it. It's just so yeah. good. And even so. it does mean that even, you know, we, it, and when we're talking about frequency and vibration, if you want to register your frequency and vibration, have a, don't say, you know, don't do it on your off day. We're all going to mm. have off days. There's always oh, yeah. shit that happens. There's always emotions to process, et yeah. cetera, et cetera. Right. But just take your average over the span of your year are you more in the lower vibration negative outlook on life because everyone's got a different perception on reality some people's Mm. reality is shit they look at the world and they're like oh woe is me life sucks you know Mm. i'm i've just got this hard lot in life i'm not gonna get out of this victim hole of misery some people climb out and like i did like i was having a pity party for one for many years and then i learned all this stuff and i got out of it now i'm like (laughs) can relate (laughs) yeah Totally. And so now I've got a completely different outlook on life. And this one really helps me get what it is that I want. Mm. So yeah, I want everyone to have that ability because I think the world will be a much better place. Exactly. It would be, would be a a very wonderful place to live in Mm, Mm. for sure. All righty. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on another episode and everyone experiencing your juice and your magic um but yeah we'll um wrap it up here and i'll speak to you all very soon